coaches team, I think, is a great fit for me, um, basketball-wise, for me and my career. Um, also, being with an older team, uh, on a team in a situation that's trying to win right away. And I feel like I can bring some viable things that can help continue to make that, that progress forward towards winning. Talk about the competition in the backcourt, especially at the point, point guard spot where, yeah. you know, of course, Mike's the veteran. Andrew was here last year. Uh, they bring yourself in, and they have the rookie also, Javon Carter. And and how is how's that competition going to work out? Uh, and it's healthy. Um, I'm always in competition uh, everywhere I go. You know, um, healthy competition you know, makes the, brings the best out of everyone. But, you know, I wouldn't just say just a backup position. You know, every position in the NBA is competition. So it's, it's nothing nothing new, uh, same situation. You know, um, just go out there and compete, control the things you can control, and it's, you know, hopefully it comes out in your outcome. We talked to Mike about uh, Mike and Mark about having guys come in with high high basketball IQs, and, and uh, Mark said, well, that wouldn't, isn't that normal? That's what you'd want to have guys like yourself in that really know how to play the game. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Um, it's, I've been in situations. It's very tough when um, you know, a lot of guys are, you know, you got a whole bunch of young guys who really don't understand the game of basketball the way you do. It'd be tough, but it, it's, it's great. Like like he said, uh, with our voluntary workouts, we've all been, been able to connect and not have to explain, like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm meant to do this by being aware and being uh, a seasoned veteran, they are. You can already pick it up, and is able to, you know, to make the process easier and smoother for everyone. Have you talked to JB what your role might be here in the team? Uh, no, I haven't had a chance to you know, talk to him in depth about that. But you now I can kind of, you know, just come in and compete. Like I said, control the things I can control. Uh, just do what I've been doing. Uh, come in and lead. Uh, it's not. They ain't bringing me in an average twenty. So just, just do what I do. My role and be great at it. What would you what, what would you say that is? What are you what, what are you great at? I mean, what what do you provide this team? Uh, uh, being being stable, you know, I'm great at getting everyone in, in the right position, organized, in the run team. You know, some nights I might be able to score. I'm able to do that, and uh, some nights we're able to play defense. So I bring a lot to the table, but the biggest thing is having uh, everyone on the same page. And you know, I feel like I bring a lot of confidence to a lot of players I play with, um, and that's I think that's what you need out of a point guard. Now you got a chance to put the blues on, and uh, how does that feel? Yeah, now it feels good. A little, little different and weird. Uh, number six, first time I'm wearing number six. Uh, that's the first time I've been on. Like, all the single-digit numbers are gone. So uh, <laughs> it, was, it was tough. Uh, slim pickings on picking the team. But, no, it feels good. You know, I like I like the, the blue. Also got kind of the butler blue in it. So oh, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to you know, get out there and wear the jersey and see what shoes and flavor I can bring with it. Had a couple months here. Is there anywhere that you've looked at that you visited in Memphis that you that you've liked so far? Um, actually, uh, haven't haven't been here too much. Besides, on um, just working out three or four days a week. Other than that, I haven't been. So I, I'm looking forward to exploring, uh, you know, the city, going to the museums. Also, uh, you know, taking my daughter to the zoo and stuff. So I'm looking forward to stuff we can do throughout the season. How about eating? Eating really haven't haven't got out at all. Besides, uh, at the West and at the Blue. Okay. Um, been eating there a lot. It's pretty good. You can get fat here eating it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Try to stay off Bill Street with that. All the, all the fried food. Um, it was easier when I was on a on a different teams on the road. Come in once or twice a year, you able to get away with it. But living here, you got you got to pick and choose your spot. Is that gonna be hard? Cause everybody's eating it. Um, nah, I don't think it'd be too hard. Uh, you no, know, we got an amazing chef. They, you know, they create some great food every day, so it won't it won't be too hard. Anywhere that you've been told to hit up yet? Um, nah, I need to find. 
one place I need to find a great smoke wing place. Wing? Yeah. Oh, wing. Huh? Wing guru. Wing guru. Wing guru. They, smoke, they smoke wings? Yes, they yeah. do. They do it. That's what I need. Some good smoke wings. So. You can go to Central Barbecues right downtown here. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of places. It's a good zoo, though. So you have, you have, you have problems it's going, going to eat there? Or not? Family, family <laughs> membership to the zoo. Yeah, that's where zoo, it's at. The yeah. zoo yeah. here is solid. How old? Oh, yeah. Did you say you have a daughter? How old is your daughter? Uh, she's three. Three? Oh, yeah, she'll, she'll love, love it. it. Yeah. See the You'll love it. It's really, yeah. it's really, yeah, yeah. it's a world class. All you gotta do is go okay. twice and you paid for your membership to the zoo. I have a. get like free. He got a lot, he got a lot of, yeah, he got a lot of stuff, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so I need to check that quality. out. She, she's been kind of spoiled, especially being in Disney last year. Oh, uh, so. 100%. Yes. <laughs> yeah, really. It's kind of hard to top that. Okay, yeah. well, last so the thing. the zoo's not very cool. <laughs> <laughs> last thing from us, you guys have put together, a, the Grizzlies have put together a team with the guys that, there aren't like a lot of quote-unquote superstars that were brought in. Yeah. Of course, you got Mike and Mark, but the prognosticators say, well, I don't know, this team may be in the 30s as far as win total. How does that uh, make you feel as a guy that you picked this team to come to yeah i really really don't look at that well people projected win totals i've been on uh, another team kind of same similar situation um in atlanta when you know we had two um all-star caliber players with paul and al but you know the, the nucleus of the team was able to put together and was able to win 60 games you know 50 games getting in the playoffs it's kind of seemed the same thing as long as everyone brings that you know hard head to work every day and just give us uh, a chance to win and know um have a lot of faith in the team on uh, the players on the team and you know mark and, and um mike to you know put us in position to, to win some of those close games uh, you know i think that's the biggest thing with the nba Just try to get keep the games close and then you know superstars and all-stars usually take over and i feel like we have that on this team to you know to give us an extra few wins throughout the year cool all right Open, and now you're in the Beale Street Blue for good. Oh man, I'm very happy, man. I'm just happy to be here. Honestly, happy to have a jersey. You know, about six months ago I was in China, so and I didn't really know what to expect. I just wanted another opportunity at the NBA, to be honest with you. Know. Yeah, translate that from going from China to said, okay, well I've got a 10 day here, and they're bringing yeah. in, they giving me a look see, and then finally you get to put pen to paper. Nah, it's exactly how I seen, man. I came from off the, I came from China. I came from China. I flew home to see my, uh, my son, uh, my son Marshawn. And then uh, I got a call from Chris, and I came straight over here and just started playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Didn't know the plays or anything. Just was trying to get, you know what I'm saying, accustomed to the to the system. Uh, Coach JB did a good job of just getting me acquainted of where, where to be when the balls were there. But other than that, I was just playing. How do you feel your role will be on this team now? You came in and you lit everybody up. You, you know, were over 20 points your first, what, five games or so? And you only had just a few games to show what you can do. Now you got 84 yeah. to get it to 82 to get it done. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm not really sure of my role. I just know uh, what, what comes easy for me is scoring. And uh, I just had just worked hard this summer. Just make sure I just came came to this point in training camp just in the best shape. and. I'm just looking forward to competing for minutes. There are those who wonder, that was a pretty small sample size. Yeah. Can you do that over the course of a year? I, to be honest with you, man, I ain't played in the NBA in four years. Uh-huh. I don't know what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I can do. It surprised me, too. So, um, Did it surprise you? you it did. I mean, I mean, it, it, I mean, it surprised me that I had such success so quick. But um, like I said, I, I mean, it was, it was a surprise to me, man. direction. Um, my first year there, we were trying to win until the DeMarcus trade, and then it was a more build up the young guys type of mentality. And uh, I'm, I'm down for whatever when I'm in an organization. 
but obviously I want to be on a team that's trying to win. What are the real, realistic expectations for this team this year? Like, what are your realistic expectations? I think the realistic expectation is to get into the playoffs. Okay. Um, you know, I think it was eight or nine years straight before last year, and, um, you know, we want to come in here, the new guys coming in here, and obviously Mike being back healthy, and, and, and uh, get the Grizzlies back on that back in that playoff, playoff track. I think there's sort of an interesting mix of generations here. You've got the experienced veterans, and then you got Jaron and Dylan. And how is that going to match? Can it be a positive? Yeah, it's going to be a positive. you got to have a lot of mixture. You know, you don't want a team that's all, all wily veterans. Um, you don't want a team that's all young guys. You have to have the, the, the uh, mixture of both. Um, Jaron's going to bring that lively attitude in the locker room all the time, always joking. He's actually right next to me in my locker. So. Oh, what's that been like? Uh, it's been good. It's Does been he good. ever shut up? He, he, he shuts up sometimes. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't talk all the time, but he, he, most of the time he's just laughing and telling us about the, the rappers that he likes. And, that's, how he, yeah. that's what he told us, actually. Exactly. We can't. It's, it's terrible. Young Thug. It's terrible. Yeah, Young Thug is decent, but the other guys he talks about. But um, it's good to have the good mixture, you know, just to keep the locker room lively and to um, you know keep fresh ideas. So I'm excited. Is it particularly special for you? The proximity to the Rain Motel, to the National Civil Rights Museum, given what your dad went through, what your grandfather went through. You, I mean, you, you, your, your family's had a real... Did you research, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is big. That is big. You know, Memphis is a um, obviously a big-time place for civil rights and, uh, you know, what this country has had to go through. Um, obviously, the place where <clears throat> Martin Luther King Jr. was, was shot. Um, uh, we went to the Lorraine Motel last year as a team with Sacramento and that was uh, eye-opening for some people that haven't been but this is definitely you know again like I said that's part of being a down south guy and understanding this landscape here so it's a, it does have a little extra being in a, in a city like Memphis. Well and, and when you look at kind of where we are you know, societally you know you've certainly you know been out front on a lot of issues of race and, and that's been a point around Memphis it's always a, a point in, in Memphis do you plan on continuing that here with the Grizzlies and continuing to be out, out front on issues like that? Yeah I, I'm definitely going to continue to be um, speak my mind on things of that nature and uh, you know love for whoever wants to just debate things or talk or just have the conversations about what's going on in our country um, and it's not just Memphis it's you know it was happening in Sacramento, you know, in California. So it's all around the country. Um, but obviously, like you said, Memphis is a place that um, these things have been brought up a lot. And, uh, you know, yeah, I'm definitely going to continue doing what I do. What do you think, the, you know, in a bigger picture, about the role of you know, sports is in, in having this discussion? A lot of people like to use it as a band-aid, to say this. A lot of people like to use it for their own purposes. And your, what is, like, your role as a sportsman? Man, I think, I think it gives, you know, it gives people a platform. Um, to speak their mind and it has it gives them an audience uh, for people to hear what they have to say. Um, obviously, you play sports to because you love the game first and foremost to provide for your family, but also the platform that you're given. Um, if you if there are issues that you feel strongly about, it gives people that platform to speak out on it and uh, let people know what they where they, where they come from. Now, there's no right or wrong, honestly, because it's everybody's opinion, but it gives uh, those people that have those views a platform. Do you feel like the, your personal story and you going through, you talking to the young guys and giving out Jared, who's, you know, she said, having a lucky, uh, you know, he may not realize that it's not quite that simple right. for everybody else out there. Yeah. Can you help him with that perspective? No question, no question. I think uh, every team I've been on, especially with the young guys, you know, especially the guys that get sent down to the for a game or two or a week or two, and they're thinking of, you know, going to 
hell or something. <laughs> I'm ex- I have to explain to them that a lot of young, those guys that, that are down there, you know, wish they were in your shoes. Um, you're playing basketball, you're, you're getting paid a lot of money to play basketball and uh, cherish it, you know, be grateful because I was I was one of those guys that was trying to get your spot or trying to get up here. So um, when I bring it to them like that sometimes, they, they, they kind of understand. And uh, yeah, I guess it's one of those things that you bring up whenever somebody starts um, uh, not understanding why, why they are where they are, why they, they are where they, where they are. Did you ever think about giving up? Nah, nah, I never thought about giving up, you know. I went over to Italy during the lockout, but I knew my game wasn't really fit for the, for overseas basketball as an American. Um, so I, I I knew I had a chance. I knew I was supposed to play in the NBA. Do you have any expectation about your role as a team starter, coming off bench, um, position? I mean, team? you know, I, I, I'm trying to – I say it all the time, and it's cliche. I'm trying to do whatever coach wants me to do, but – I feel like uh, if I do what I'm supposed to do, I, I have a chance to play a lot of minutes at um, the guard spot, two guard, uh, maybe some three, maybe some point, you know. Um, the versatility I bring, I think I can be able to be moved in those three positions. And, um, you know, JB, we've talked in South Africa a little bit a little bit here about just where my role may be. And uh, and that's, that's on the same lines of what I'm thinking. What was that like I mean, for you to get chances again in a unique situation, not only being in South Africa, but being with your new coach mm-hmm. and in that environment? How much did you guys get a chance to develop a relationship? And talk it was great. It was obviously that's ironic. It was uh, you know perfect timing. Um, it was great. Obviously, South Africa was amazing, but to have some time to just talk to JB, get to know him, get to know his personality, it was real good and um, you know really pushed forward our, our, our ability to get to know each other. You know, way before we had to come and meet in Memphis. Garrett, does a, does a veteran ever get excited about training camp? <laughs> um, when you come in a situation like this, just to see, you know, how many, because we have so many different players at different positions that can play, you know, so it's exciting in the regard of, you know, the competition, um, the, the roles, um, the lineups that you can put together and piece together. So from that standpoint, it's exciting, and this is my first, um, you know, first time on this team, so that's exciting. But the the grind of training camp, not so much. No. In in terms of this team, you know, you told us about LA, you told us about being here the, for the last few weeks, but as tomorrow is now here, what's what's the feel you get from this team in terms of excitement level to finally get on the floor, knowing that the preseason openers next week right. you know just the fact of getting this going what's the sense in the locker room of, of excitement it's it's here uh, it's, it's people are very excited um you know, like i said to see mike healthy to see chandler healthy in la um to see what the young young fella jaron was able to do and when we play pickup those type of things excites people and uh, you know guys are ready to play guys are ready to play and uh we might not even touch the ball tomorrow because we're gonna have that defensive mentality that grit and grind but guys are really ready to compete and, um, and obviously October 2nd can't come uh, you know, soon enough. So many people are overlooking this team. They say that the seven playoff appearances a little less than what this team you – know, this team is more about the one that missed the playoffs last year than the one that made it seven in a row before that. Your thoughts? Um, I disagree. Um, but, hey, I, I, I've been an underdog all my life. I, I enjoy playing with teams that are underdogs. So we're going to let our play do the talking. You mentioned Bland Point a little bit. Do you think you'll be able to get a chance to run, uh, pull the, bring the ball up the floor with Mike on the floor? I think so. I, I think so. You know, uh, give it, give Mike a chance to play off the ball some. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, people don't really know how good he is off the ball, being able to catch and shoot, catch uh, with a live dribble. So uh, I think that versatility is what I can bring, being a guy that can handle it and, uh, you know, set up set up the offense and uh, let Mike relax a little bit more until it's time for him to do something. One thing I, I've noticed is that there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, I would say, quietly sneaky, sneaky good shooters on this team, like yourself, who worked, have worked a long time with getting your shot better than other, other, other uh, players on this on this team. What do you think that does for you guys' lineup-wise, to be able to put maybe four, three or four guys out so can also shoot the ball, like right. Jaron Jackson can shoot the ball as right. well, maybe the five. What does that do for you guys? That, that does a lot for us, you know. Um, you know, the way the league is going, to be able to stretch guys out at a three-point line, uh, just opens up that offensive side for us and, you know, allows guys like Mike, guys like Marshawn, guys that can, you know, like Kyle, that can get in the lane to be able to do what they do in the lane. And obviously, um, you know, even Mark can stretch out that to the three. So having that that uh, three-point shooting definitely helps us become a more, more potent offensive team. Um, but at the end of the day, what we, what we do defensively is what's going to make or break us. Yeah, that, that defensive potential, I mean, coming here knowing what, what the Grizzlies had and what they were trying to add, was that one of the biggest things for you coming here, knowing that defensively you guys would probably be pretty sound? Yeah, you know, when I, I mean, I got traded, so it wasn't like I chose to come here, but I, I was very, very, very happy with the trade. And, um, yeah, you know, when, that's one thing me and JB talked about when we were in South Africa, just the ability defensively that this team is going to have to just, you know, smother, smother offenses because of our length, because of our versatility because of the type of players we have with the defensive mindset and the high IQ. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to you know get into these defensive drills and just see how long we really are out there. When you see a, a young guy like Jaron and even Javon, I know he's hurt right now, but what they bring on defense is with the youth that they have, what does that add to, to just the veteran leadership? Yeah, well? I, I haven't seen I haven't seen a young guy, um, a big, a, a young big guy that's as athletic and um, you know, as mobile as Jaren in terms of defensive lateral movement, being able to close out, stop, and guard a guard, a point guard, a two guard off the dribble. Um, obviously, a great shot blocker. Uh, he just got to stay down on pump fake sometimes, but that's any 18-year-old. Uh, so his his defensive ability is gonna really be what sets him apart from the rest of the draft class, I think. Yeah, you've you've been around and seen a lot of those guys. Like, how unique 